Hello world, I'm Calypso and today I just want to share with you some thoughts that I've had. Um, like I said before, like a couple days ago, a day ago, whatever it was, a lot's been going on and I'm just, I don't know, sometimes I can be very quick to speak about things, I can be very not quick to talk about things just because I'm really mulling them over and I think part of it is like today's society is so quick to like you know clap back at you for lack of a better term about the things that you say so I am trying to be mindful and there is also you know so much in my brain and trying to think about it from all these different angles I mean I am blessed that I grew up in an environment in which one it was okay, one it was okay to be wrong uh two uh I well probably more so number one is I grew up in a very multicultural environment I multicultural multi racial multi multi like anything that you can think of I have experienced all different types of people. I've always been open to different types of people. I was lucky that even growing up, my parents were open to me being around all different people, all different sexualities, all different races, um, all different foods, all different places and stuff. So I think in today's society, we're so we're so quick to cancel the ignorant instead of like educating them and I'm not trying to say that like the burden is on the person who like because I don't even think most people are trying to do anything in malice I don't think most people are like that but I was lucky to grow up in a time where um I have been blessed to be able to see things through multiple dimensions to be a chameleon of sorts and take on different ideas and so Sometimes like I I feel like I have multiple personalities because I'm like, oh, but I see this, but then I see this, but then like look at this and then blah, 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 blah. And so sometimes it feels like I'm talking to myself in circles in my own head. Um, but and then somebody's going to be like, oh, my gosh, you're mocking mental health anyways. So so, so I try to be mindful about like the, I don't try to be super like, oh, I super PC or anything, but I do try to be mindful. Um, but I still think it's important to say that like, anything I ever say or have ever said is just like a state in time. And this is why it's important to be careful with our language, because it is just a snippet in time. It is not constitute all that we are all that will ever be because we're ever evolving. But I've been thinking a lot about life, but okay, so I recently watched the Matthew McConaughey, We Are Texas thing, and I thought it was so amazing, so beautiful. If that man does not run for governor, this, I don't know, like, I'm low-key, like, is this a hoax? Like, come on now. He's gotta be, he's gotta be in it for something else, but maybe that's also the cynic in me. But I was watching that and I was just like, wow, like that's really, it's really beautiful. If he's really doing this out of the kindness of his heart and he doesn't end up running for governor, like that's amazing. Or if he doesn't end up running for some form of office and stuff like that, like 
wow, just doing that alone and his him and his wife's whole like just keep living project. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Kudos to them. I think it was really great uh, to comment on it. Post Malone, like I do not know much about him, but I was like, oh, shit, like Post Malone, you can actually sing. Like, I was like, damn, what is going on in your brain? Um, and you said a lot of stupid shit, but like, you, you know, you know some things, you know some things, this music. Um, so super beautiful. But it made me think about uh, the whole Tamika Mallory situation where, um, oh my gosh, this is so bad. I can't think of the mom's name but she was basically saying to Tamika Mallory like and uh what Larry Elder might call the Victocrats or uh what some people call uh ambulance chasers um you know like these people have millions and millions of dollars and yet the people who have actually gone through the struggles who have lost people are still sitting here struggling, trying to make something happen or do something different. And this whole Matthew McConaughey thing had me thinking to myself, so there's a lot of rich black people, the elites, who say a lot of things, but ain't really putting their money where their mouth is, to put it lightly. You know, and and I think to me, this this whole Matthew McConaughey thing has not gotten the coverage that it one deserves. And that's probably because of this very fact, because there's a lot of people who speak on the behalf of black people. Um, and this is part of me taking what that mom said. And I really cannot think of her name right now. And that is so bad. Um, taking that. And why are they not using it in the way that Matthew McConaughey did for Texas? You know what I mean? Like you, you talk a big game, but when it really comes to putting your money where your mouth is, you are so much, so much more concerned with lining your own pockets and getting yourself to a better place. And I don't know, like that's a heartbreaking thing to realize. And I think that's why people turned a blind have turned and continue to turn a blind eye to the democratic party and that's not and I'm, this is not even a thing about the republican party and them being uh, and saying that they're better no 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 i'm just saying that it's that it seems to me that the heads of the democratic party and the people who are driving it are very quick to say certain things and very uh you know, like at the end of the day, actions speak louder than words. And when you can speak, you are talking a very good game and you are fear mongering people into siding with you as opposed to actually doing what the people need you to do and actually hearing what it is that they're saying. So I thought it was really beautiful, really beautiful that Matthew McConaughey did what he did for Texas and stuff. And I am and in bringing up the, like I was saying, the Tamika Mallory situation, it really makes me think, 
and stuff, it really makes me think like, girl, what are you doing? And you, you know what this mom has gone through. And like, are you just like, you know, like, are you just now reaching out? Why haven't you reached out before and stuff like that? Like, I really think we need to call out these people who are, um, as they're referred to as race hustlers and whatever other word you can think of for these people who profit off of black pain. There are so many people who profit off of the system the way that it is. And then you wonder why uh, the situations and circumstances for black people have not changed because people have found a way to profit off of the current situation and nobody who profits off the current situation is going to change it. And, um, they talked about this whole Tamika Mallory thing on the breakfast club and Charlemagne, obviously defending Tamika because, you know, she's part of the black effects podcast that he started with iHeart, blah, blah, blah. But even him, which I had talked about before when they did that Rush Limbaugh interview, such a fucking disgrace. Such a fucking disgrace. Like, like what they, that was such a missed opportunity. Such a missed opportunity. And they came out looking like fools. But in that, Charlemagne is somebody who struggled to get to where he is today, but yet isn't telling people like, you know, like shit's going to be hard. And, and all of all the people who are even on a higher level than him and stuff like that, like shit's going to be hard. Nothing gets handed to you. You worked your fucking ass off. Tell everybody else that they got to work their fucking ass off. And it's not going to be easy. And we all have our own challenges and like all this kind of stuff. I'm not saying that there aren't serious issues in society that cannot be worked on, but all I'm saying is like see racism as a challenge and not as an impediment for you to do whatever it is that you want to do. And I and I think it's such a shame that we have made it so that people think that the world is racist and I can't do anything that I want to do because these people are going to stop me at every turn and the fear-mongering is just disgusting and it's a way to control the people and if you don't realize that you're being controlled through fear you my friend are a fool and I know that that sounds awful and I know that that may hurt your feelings but you are a fool everyone is trying to manipulate you so the best thing that you can do is to educate yourself and do what you think is right and not what others want you to do, not what others expect of you. Find your own way. Find your own way. But I was really just, the whole point of this was like, I was really thinking about that. And just, there's a lot of like, just crazy things going on in the world today. Like the, like, the fact that a man in Canada is jailed for using the wrong pronouns for his biological daughter to me is insane. Like, we're really getting... And the fact that in Scotland, they're passing laws, like, talking about the way that that you talk, you know what I mean, can... can 
it's just it's just wild to me. We should not be policing the way that people talk. I disagree with a lot. I have my own feelings about things that people say, but I don't disagree with their right to say them. And I really hope that we never reach a place where that is so. Where you can really be put in jail or killed and things like that for the things you say. I really hope we never reach a point in our society where those things are happening. The jail thing apparently is already happening and I was unaware of it, but I don't think in life there are safe spaces, you know, like you don't get to be safe. You don't get to be coddled. It's not the world's job to coddle you. It's not the world's job to make you feel safe and secure. It's important for you to create that within yourself and that's it. To put yourself in the best position where you feel safe and secure. Don't blame the rest of the world for why you're not. You're not there because you don't want to be there. And we wonder why there's all these kids in this these arrested development stages. You know? It's because that they never got the 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 talk. You know, they never everybody's talking about, you know all these talks that you have to have with your children, the real talk needs to be life is hard. Life sucks. You're not always going to get what you want. You're going to have to make sacrifices. All of that stuff is the reality of life. And every day you wake up, it's going to be like getting into a boxing ring, you know, and the plans that you had are not going to be where you end up. And the love that you thought you were going to have isn't the love that you're going to get. Love isn't really what you think it is. All of these sorts of things. So I've really been thinking about that. Anyways, the other thing I was going to say is that like, okay, so I'm not a fan of the baby or little baby. I don't know, whoever, whichever one was on the Grammys, but I watch a lot of different shows, as you know, a lot of different stuff. So anyways, I was watching Dave Rubin and I was like, whoa, like he was commenting on on the WAP that uh, Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion did at the Grammys, the performance, which was wild, 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 wild. But I'll get this out first and then we can go back to that. Um I don't know if it was Little Baby or Da Baby, but doing his song. But he starts it with what I believe is a clip of James Baldwin talking. And then uh, Dave Rubin comes back and he's talking about it. And I was just like, wow, like you guys don't do research before you like comment on on stuff. Um because in it, it says, you know, like, I was taught that I was taught that Africans didn't have history. And it was James Baldwin talking and you're talking about years and years and years ago, I was just really disappointed in Dave Rubin. And like, I really hope that he retracts that whole situation and does a little bit more research because like, that was just like, really shameful. And uh, in this case, I really do hope, like, I don't know, a mob comes for him 
because not not literally but people need to inform him that like okay you made a misstep here and he needs to like do a retraction or I don't know like either he doesn't know and nobody informs him or somebody does inform him and he just doesn't care because he doesn't think that he has a black audience I don't know but I really hope that he does a retraction. As for that whole like Cardi B Make the Stallion thing, I just watched it for the first time today. I'm not a Cardi B fan. I'm not a Make the Stallion fan. Uh, for me, Make the Stallion made that whole entire performance. I do think that it was definitely a lot for TV. I am very, I do agree with people. Like that is very concerning when we're talking about like, like uh, we need to get rid of these Dr. Seuss books. Granted, that was like the found the Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss's own people in in theory. I mean, who knows if he would really fuck with those people today. But anyways, it's his foundation or whatever who decided that, which is cool. I got no no problem with that. But anyways, I think that it's very interesting that that's allowed to be on TV, which is basically, in my mind, I totally agree with people, like, soft porn. I can't imagine. Can you imagine, like, a 15-year-old boy watching that with his mother, and it's just the two of them? Like, I, I, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I couldn't even imagine watching that with my own father, and I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm over the age of 21. Like, uh, this is awkward, and why is this happening? This is a lot. But such a great performance, such a great performance. But I do think it's so crazy. I was even talking to my cousin about this. Like, you know, we're tripping about, like, what would now be considered, like, such, like, small potatoes, you know, like, uh, Lady Gaga being odd on the, on the, on the Grammys and stuff and watching that with our parents as opposed to like today like people are literally like you know doing some wildness and I think that this is I and like I said I agree with people I think that it's very strange that we're quick to one why did they censor the words you don't need the words when you're seeing all of what they've got going on but you're getting rid of Dr. Seuss. We're trying to get rid of statues. We're trying to do all of these things to el eliminate what is quote unquote offensive, but we're allowing that to exist. And that's not to say that it shouldn't exist. I'm just saying that like, why can't it all exist? You know what I mean? And I don't think that people, people act for their time and things get erected during their time and I think you have to look at certain things as just like this is a part of history Dr. Seuss part of history um we may not like the the way that he portrayed characters then looking at looking back on it which is totally understandable whatever but He's also talking to a very, like, the audience one is young, and you can't, I mean, how in-depth can you go with, like, you know, a six-year-old, you know? I don't know, but I don't think that it's that you can just, you know, go super in-depth into, like, trying to understand things 
I think that sometimes like you have to go with like, you know, the basics and that's not to recognize that every person, regardless of their race is an individual, which I think is kind of oxymoronic in the time we're living in. It's like everybody's an individual, but yet at the same time, your race is the most important thing sometimes, you know, like I think, you know, there's this disconnect between like the quote unquote image that Martin Luther King had and the way that people feel. I think that like freedom is a scary thing and like to be free, to be respond, to be free means to be responsible, to be responsible for your own decisions, to be responsible for where you end up in for the choices that you make, it doesn't necessarily to me mean that you're responsible for where you end up, but you are responsible for how you respond to the things that are happening to you. I would never say that your the outcome is all on you because there's a lot of things that have to align for for certain outcomes, but 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 the effort you put in and how you respond to the setbacks is what matters. Um, and I feel like that's always been my, the one that's always been my state of mind, just given the way that I grew up and stuff like that. And I still am very concerned about the state of our country. I think people are focusing on the wrong things. Um, and I don't think that people are really being heard. And I think there's so much fear mongering going on. Like, I think people are really like afraid. I think the fact that we're afraid of each other and not of our government is, is, uh, is a problem. We should be afraid of our government. We shouldn't be afraid of each other because I can communicate with, you know, my fellow man. I cannot communicate with the government, you know, and I don't know who said this, but I think it was so, so accurate. The, the idea that the people who should be in positions of power never, never go after those positions because to them, they don't feel like they're qualified and they don't feel like they deserve the position. But the people who don't have those qualities are the ones and and who tend to be the most unqualified end up with those positions because they're willing to take a chance and stuff. And if you get anything out of this, I just want you to know that you should take the chance on the thing that you don't think you can do, the thing that you don't think you're qualified for. Just take the chance. Apply. Give it a shot and see how you do. Because doubting yourself is the thing it, doubting yourself, I'm realizing, is that maybe the thing that's killing society, like constantly doubting ourselves, we need to be unapologetically ourselves. Be unapologetic about it. For example, um, I was sitting down with my nail tech and we were talking. And, you know, I talk about my, uh, obviously, if you know, if you know, you know. But to put it for people who don't know, it's like, it's like barbershop talk. Going to the nail salon is like going to the barbershop for guys or, you know, it's like talking to like your friend that you only see once, but like you have this really great connection. It is also like talking to a stranger. It's all these things. Somebody who's like 
who's who really is coming at it from a phenomenological perspective who's in it but not of it you know um so anyways we're we're sitting there talking and I'm telling her about uh when I lived in Humboldt about like people from Soham we're talking about it she also went to Humboldt State anyway so we're sitting there we're, we're talking about this and I was telling her about like this couple that I knew who like the girl was a little bit younger than me the guy was like in his 40s and they had just recently had a kid and I just thought it was so crazy like like their age gap is so crazy and stuff like this and she's like well you know you can't really judge and like I was like you know like you're right you know like for me that seems wild like the age gap is huge you know you're talking about like almost 20 years so 20 30 years that's a crazy age gap totally normal kind of in so hum area though so it is what it is but and you know I have a I also have a friend who's like he's in a relationship with somebody who's in their late 50s they're married you know and stuff which is really awesome for them but it's just something that like you know it's very jarring and then you know like in us talking about it and I was you know washing my hands because uh, she does like this afterwards you do a nice little like uh, scrub on your hands so um, afterwards, you know, we're talking, then I was like, you know what, you're, you're right. It really is like societal norms because you, you, uh, thinking about it as like the Greeks and things like that, like those sorts of things were normal, like to have these huge, these huge age gaps. And then, you know, there's, there's a whole lot of things that you can say that, you know, people may disagree with or feel a certain type of way about. But I always think like in that she, you know, she commented on what I said. And then I thought about it. I'm like, hmm, yeah. And this is what I'm saying. Like, if I had thought about it for half a second, I, I would have already had that in my mindset. And me saying what I said, it wasn't meant to be said out of malice or anything like that. But and I could see it from the other perspective. It's just like, I think there's a difference between being able to see something from somebody's, somebody else's perspective or some other way of being and having your own values. I can see why people date older people. I've dated older people. I've dated people 20, 30 years older than me and stuff like that. I didn't make a life with them, but like I dated them for for all sorts of reasons and that's a, you know it is what it is but my point being is that like everybody cultivates their own values it doesn't necessarily mean that they hate on somebody else or don't think that another person should be allowed to live a certain type of way it's just that they have their own value system and stuff. I think we put a lot of energy into turning people's value system into and making them the enemy based on that value system and stuff. I don't think that people are so one-sided, number one, that, you know, I think having values 
and having beliefs and living your life while they coincide can sometimes be different. I think you should be be allowed to own a gun. Do I own a gun? No. But do I think that I want to stop other people from owning guns? No. I think uh I think everybody should believe in freedom. And with freedom comes responsibility. And when you say certain things, those things have consequences. Do I think that you should be jailed for them? No. Um, unless it's something serious, like, you know, like obviously you yell fire and then it leads to somebody getting trampled and there was no real fire. Like that's a different story. But what I'm saying basically is freedom comes with responsibility. And until we accept that as a society, we're constantly going to be running into too much friction until people want to no longer be victims and accept that you have autonomy over your life, you know, like you get to make choices. You choose not to go to school, that's your choice. You choose not to get a job, that's your choice, you know. Um, you choose to engage in illegal activity, that's your choice. You choose to be a bigot, that's your choice. Um, you choose to engage in things that are negative to yourself and society, that's your choice. You, you choose to be a positive, God-loving, God-fearing person, that's your choice. You choose to be somebody who exists on the margins, that's your choice. I think well, the one thing I never want to take away from anybody is their choice to be, say, and do as they please. All I ask in return is that they re they accept the consequences of doing those things. Anyways, this is just a little snippet into the state of my mind right now. <laughs>